we're Holly Lucia. <laughs> Lucia. Hello. You got that right. I got you got it right. right. Yeah, yeah, you got it right. You got it right. Yay. Right. How, many, how many times did you practice that? Um, I think Greg practiced it a few times just now. <laughs> so, it's, it's pretty good. I might actually be changing my name quite soon, so um, you might as well get you might as well get, get it good in. at pronouncing it now <laughs> <laughs> before it goes. Holly, where does the name come from? Oh, it's my. It's one of my middle names. Oh, one of your middle names. How many yeah, middle names I have you got? I have two. I have two middle names. Lucia and Esther are, my, are two of my middle names. So. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So what do you so think about changing it to? Um, I'm going to be changing it to my, my sort of uh, stage name to Holly Thorne, um, T, as in T-H-O-R-N-E. And that's a slight variation on another name that's in... Uh, my family and I kind of feel like a change so um nice. have you seen that too yeah I like that why do you feel like it's time for a change um I think I well I've started doing more solo gigs as you know in the last couple of years and I think it's just it's just a natural progression as you sort of start to figure out where your sound sits or where your songwriting um sits or is going and you sort of like i think maybe like lockdown as well this year and last year is sort of been quite nice as, a, as like a pause in the sort of process of going just day to day to day without really thinking too much about some some aspects of being a musician and i don't know it's given me pause for thought and i kind of been thinking about you know what you know what to uh, what to do go you know going forward in the months ahead so it's just feels like a nice time to kind of switch a few things around and um yeah so. do you think that um lockdown has influenced your songwriting then in some ways yeah i think um yeah it, it definitely has more this time around um but bizarrely i found lockdown harder this time around i don't know what you guys have found but um, it's been different is that is that my phone? Sorry. Okay. It's not, not. I think. Yeah, um, it's not me. I'm just gonna put just put let's put my phone on silent because it's it might have been mine. I'm not sure. Everyone's everyone's um, yeah. Messing you because they because they can see you online. They're like, oh my god. Do you want that oh podcast? Oh my god! I know. <laughs> I know her. Um, that's, yeah. a good, that's a good question though. I think you've asked a mm. very great question, and maybe you should host the podcast in future. Uh, guys, have we found lockdown harder this time around? Or? It's, it's definitely been different. I mean, last time I had a house full of people, and this time it's all been by myself, which has it's been uh, kind of more chilled, but but also a little bit uh, more stressful in, in a weird way. Yeah, I think the weather's definitely played on it as well. It's not like... Yeah. I don't know. I can't seem to remember it too too much the last time. The last time felt like a novelty. Now it's just a bit like... Uh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, definitely, yeah. The last time it felt like um, it was it was a novelty, yeah. And, um, you know, it was, it was more of a day-to-day -day thing. I think this time around, um, I'm starting to wonder if it might be a more regular occurrence. Um, I'm not being like I'm not being like pessimistic or anything, but you know it's um, and I'm the kind of person that you know by 
the time we get out of lockdown, I'll have just gotten used to being creative in lockdown. So I find it quite hard to shift. It takes a while between, to adjust. Yeah, I find it really hard to shift it creatively, especially. Mm. So um, yeah, I find songwriting wise, I've, I've been a bit more creative in this lockdown perhaps, but um, yeah, still working on songs. So yeah, and some covers strangely as well. It's strange what kind of pops into your head when you're like halfway through the day. And I've, I've been, I'm lucky enough to be able to work from home and, and to, you know, still uh, put a roof over my head. So, um, you know, it, it, I think with the change of scenery and the, you know, the, the relative quiet, it's um, interesting what pops up into your head and you think, oh my God, I really need to hear that song. I haven't heard that song in how many years and before before you know it, I'm kind of like thinking, okay, I want to cover this. How am I going to cover this? So is that that by then the nightbird song that you're trying to cover? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm doing, going to do a John Lewis uh, Christmas advert with that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's seriously though, what songs uh, have you been thinking about covering then? Um, well, strangely, um, a song by, do you know Carter USM? They're kind of an old band. Yeah, Remember them? Cool. Carter the Unstoppable yeah. Sex Machine, like a kind of punk band. Do you know Not them? Living, no, I don't. You'd like them. They're cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. They were a little... living boy in New Cross. Yes, yes, they did. They did that stuff. They were a little bit before my time, but because I have an older brother, um, who was really into music? I was uh, sort of like aware of their music from quite a young age. So, um, and I, I was I was able to see them once um, in I think it was two thousand and two, maybe two thousand and three. Um, and um, well, it wasn't them. It was it was actually like some of the spin-off bands that they have. And anyway, this, I was just like working one day, and the song came into my head, and I hadn't literally I don't think I'd heard it actually since that gig and i just really wanted to listen to it and then um, i've been working on a cover of it so i'll try and do some kind of like demo of it at some point see um what else is what else i've been working on yeah i've been working on a couple of new songs and a couple of old songs as well because they're i think i don't know it's quite a good time to work on things that um you haven't picked up for a while because you know as as a songwriter songwriters yourselves especially you greg do you find like sometimes you you can write a song in five minutes and other ones it's like they've been kicking around for five years um oh, and, Absolutely yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah i do find i do find with um you know with the slow the slowdown of the pace of life generally um in lockdown it's it's quite a good time to revisit the old things that are kicking around and um I don't know i think like maybe just because the world is a bit quieter i can just process stuff a bit there's sometimes uh, there's sometimes a great benefit in about bringing a different frame of mind to a song as well so it, like a different mm. or something like that you can write a really a song that you think you're very upbeat about and then you can redo it mm. later on in, in quite a negative or downbeat kind uh, kind of way mm. Mm. yeah definitely yeah, or re-approaching it from a different angle completely, sort of thinking yeah. this was the, the original angle way I thought I was writing it, and then mm. you kind of just go, well, what if I wasn't that person yeah. or that that song? And maybe it hit like a, a sort of bit where you couldn't finish the song because it didn't quite sit right, and, and you can kind of go back on that song. 
and yeah. rework a little bit. Yeah, exactly. And um, I think that I've got, see, I've got loads of material and um, I have a, I'm sort of still in the process of um, kind of finding my feet with a lot of it. And um, some of it doesn't really fit with the kind of um, thing I've been doing live over the last year, year and a half. So it's, it, you know, it's it's an interesting process of like, oh, look, I suppose it's an ongoing process for anyone who songwrites of, of um, kind of self-discovery and um, kind of just, you know, discovery within each track that you're working on as well. Like, where does it want to go? Where does it sit? Does it sit with other tracks? Um, can I put this into an album or an EP or something? So, because I, I do write, I do songwrite a lot and, um, I songwrite in my head a lot, which means that I've constantly got ideas and material and I can't always keep up with it. So for me, lockdown can be quite a good time to have a bit of a recce, um, you know, pull out some of these loose ends and try to uh, organise them a bit. It's quite interesting. Do you find uh, dis- dis- self-discipline a little bit hard during lockdown? I, I find uh, forcing myself to-, to actually get working sometimes is a little bit difficult. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, I I'm one of those people that that. Um, oh, are you still I'm, there, I'm here. Uh, Don't worry. Elliot? Yes, he, he he does this. It's just about getting it. <laughs> You're not a cat or a. I'm not a cat. A cable. I'm not a cable. <laughs> Your picture just turned into a cable. Um, sorry, what was the question again? It was discipline. Uh, discipline, yeah. self-discipline. Um, yeah, um, I I definitely um, someone who who needs routine. And um, I do struggle with with that. Um, interestingly, I, I bought one of these online courses the other day called How to Have More Self Discipline. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so I've uh, I've started on that. That's quite good. Um, and uh, interestingly, one of the first things it it teaches you is that you know new habits can take around about sixty to seventy days to form. And I'm like, well, we'll be out of lockdown by then, won't we? So, <laughs> yeah. you end it straight away. I know I know so yeah I, I I've got a lot of interests and a lot of um a lot of projects that I'm always working on not just music projects I, I love like doing creative stuff like um art projects and craft projects and um I I don't know I've got a lot of interests and I'm very easily distracted by all of them so yeah it's definitely something I struggle with but, yeah. You find that something that's like you touched on it briefly earlier, and, and and I know that feeling as well. Like as a songwriter, you you're saying like, how do those songs fit into that set? And yeah. that can be really difficult sometimes. So you feel like almost you you don't work on a song that you should complete. And I went through that a few years ago where I was like, oh, do I? These songs have nothing to do with the genre or the feel that I'm trying to give and they don't fit into that set do you manage to complete those songs do you feel like that's something you just need to get done get them completed it doesn't matter what genre it is you put it on the fence or do you feel like you need Mm -hmm. to create a whole band around it or or Mm, is it something you just go oh it's not going to fit so i can't i don't finish that i like i i definitely i put i think you said put them on the shelf i i put them on the shelf and then um i I feel kind of like I've neglected them because they they don't necessarily fit with the you know the vibe of what I'm doing like I um 
you you probably know this i love heavy music i write you know i write kind of in my head and, and on my guitar quite quite a lot of like much more heavier stuff and i also write the odd kind of um like electronica stuff and um none of that i've really managed to sort of incorporate with my live set so i think it's about kind of having i think it's about finding a platform um that that works for all of it this is for, for me anyway um so i think this might be part of why i'm sort of looking at like switching around my name and my kind of like the way what i'm putting out over the months ahead just so that i feel because i feel like holly lucia my solo stuff is has been very much kind of acoustic guitar based and very um kind of well folk i guess folk folk rock alternative folk or ambient folk um, but I have got all these other tracks and they don't feel like they fit with that. Um, so I'm working on a way to, to, to sort of consolidate what I... And do you feel that needs to change of the name? Because I suppose mm. there's a big change where uh, for many years bands sort of, you, were, you are a certain genre, you are a certain thing, whereas now you can be an artist and, and, do, and do anything really i mean it is limitless mm. i mean it's always harder because mm. you get so influenced by other other things and stuff like that is that your like separation to be able to work in that environment mm. it's like by changing my name and that persona a little bit or something mm. i can like that's yeah. what i'm writing about and that's my thing and i'm i'm, I'm in yeah. this a bit like a band yeah. you know when you're in that band you that's that's your persona, that's the thing you put on, that's the way you dress or yeah, you feel yeah. like you've got to have those in those little categories or can it easily flow? Yeah. I think it, I think, I think there can be some flow, but I think they need to, it needs to be um, a bit more um, fluid for me. And I think, you know, having a sort of slight change of direction and artwork and um, name can be a nice kind of, um, catalyst to kind of the things tectonically to shift hopefully um into place so i think it can be quite yeah it can be quite a fun thing to do as well and i haven't really been playing solo for very long because i've always been in bands and it's been only the last couple of years really that i've started doing my solo stuff so it still feels like quite a, a young project um and like it's still kind of developing and i'm still figuring out like what it's going to look like you know on the whole so i've got i've definitely got like an album in me um and i really want to kind of put that out and that's kind of that's going to be interesting because i'm i'm currently kind of working out how's that going to sound how's it going to work is there going to be electronica tracks on it is there going to be heavy stuff on it or is it am i just going to do a folk one or, or shall i do like a mad crazy mashup of all sorts of genres i i don't know yet i'm trying to figure that out <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's, it's difficult when you've got so many interests isn't it to to, yeah. to come up with one unified point of view on the whole thing yeah we've been in a lot of bands and we haven't yet asked you the 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 number one question which is you've been in a lot of bands so what was the name of your very first band oh um where, by a very first band, would you would you say the criteria would be having having a live gig? No, just <sighs> just just having a name. Just the having a name. Band that you were like, we're a band. It, you might not have played to anybody. You could be like in school and you put together. You've got a band name. 
I used to, I used to write people in all the time. So I, th I think one of the earliest ones was thunder and lightning. That's great. And then great. and then I think and then my second uh, my second band um, we were called Merry Hell. Um, so that was quite. It was, it was all quite rock. Yeah, it's quite heavy. Yeah, quite yeah it's so heavy. Yeah, it was and a bit quite rocky. I still am. I still am mostly a rock chick at heart. Um, and then, um, then of course, I don't know. Uh, probably. Oh, we've lost Graham. That's Where right. did Graham go? He'll He's just, ter just terrified by my uh, <laughs> my band names. <laughs> I'm sure he'll be back on in a minute. Um, yeah. Um, and then uh, my, the infamous Dunker Cookie. Um, that Dunker was, uh, yeah. That's a brilliant name. That's a really good name. Yeah, that, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that was that was a good one. Um, yeah, those were the earliest, definitely. Yeah. Uh, which band did you start like first gigging properly with? Um, I think it was Dunker Cookie. Yeah. That was that was a long time ago. That's scary. That's scary. A long time. Ago. And what were you playing? Were you, were you singing at the time? Yeah, were you playing the songs? Yeah. You... Vocals. Yeah. That was yeah. the first first time I really started singing, kind of, you know, in a band and kind of uh, singing more rock. And then I found like when I went to uni, I got really interested in jazz, so I started singing more jazz and blues, and that really affected my songwriting around that time. Um, which was much more jazzy, I think, than than the kind of stuff I'm writing now. So, yeah, I've I've gone through quite a lot of phases, really. Um, so, yeah, still, still exploring. Still exploring. And was what was what was the initial thing? Was was music something you just you were born into? Was it a family thing? Was it like you say, your brother that kind of um, the that brought you into it or, or where was the where was the thing was it an escape some of some ways or uh there's a few factors um yeah my my brother was um was a musician and um i wanted to be in his bands and play the violin because uh, he played the violin and a guitar so i did start playing the violin when i was about five and that was sort of my first kind of you know uh, learning music experience and I played in orchestras for a really long time so I have got that kind of classical background as well and I I think that that massively influences the way that I sort of approach songwriting and I think like maybe to a large extent it's, it's fed into my chronic perfectionism <laughs> um, which which is fun um, but yeah so that was probably my first foray and um, my dad was a musician. He was a very good, talented singer and, and guitarist. And um, I grew up in a restaurant, and he was—he loved the fifties. So he had—he was always playing fifties, early sixties music. So I was—I was kind of exposed, I think, to a lot of, uh, you know, the classics, classic swing, like all the kind of like the Shadows and Dean Martin and stuff like that, like from a really young age. And um, yeah, having an older brother as well, like he massively influenced my taste since I was growing up. So um, yeah, and and I sort of you know found it. I felt you know I love listening to the radio. I love listening to like anything I could get my hands on. Who who got you um, into the heavy stuff? Who's responsible uh, for that? 
uh, I blame number 19 and the, oh, little, yeah, the, same. the little the little the little listening booth that they used to have do you remember that yeah yeah I blame that they, <laughs> they has they has some good stuff in there and I, yeah. I, I think yeah oh hey hey, hey, so, uh, hey. Um, I, I used to get my pocket money and go down there and uh, yeah, I, me too yeah. you could either spend 10 pounds on an album that you really wanted or you could or you could uh, divvy it up and go in the the um, the bargain bin and pick out two albums for your tenor and, and get a yeah. couple of random things and I always yeah, ended up so getting really odd bizarre things from that bin <laughs> yeah yeah I loved I also used to love the uh, the second hand music shop in Jersey I don't know if you, you used to go did you ever go there yeah it yeah yeah shut down it was amazing and I got so much I got I found so much music in there um, because you know they were great they're great prices and you know this is before the internet went <laughs> with with music so you know you had to kind of go and physically find things which was really awesome actually i miss that i, I think that that bargain bin was responsible for getting me into rap music to be honest because like i was oh, wow. i was always into like heavy stuff and then like mm. I, I picked up a, an album in there they're called hyenas in the desert and it was like it, it was on scratchy font and like there were these like people standing around in masks so i was like oh this looks like a slipknot band or something like that i'm gonna buy yeah, it yeah and it was just like some rap group and i was like hmm this is <laughs> Not yeah, sure this is yeah. what I expected, but it's kind of cool, and I got I got yeah. quite into it. And it just got me into hip hop, so why not? Yeah, and you kind <laughs> of like remember all the lyrics, don't you? And all the tunes and the full album of those albums because yeah. you got nothing else to listen to. Like I didn't have like bargain bins, but we had a library um, that opened up, and it had an amazing music section, like incredible. And the girl who used to run it, like. So I was playing in a band already, and and was she really uh, pretty, Greg? Is that where you was music? Genius, but she <laughs> loved the fact that we like played and we're in this thing, and she would like get in records that she thought we would like as well. So we would like before the internet working very well in France took longer than in England. So you would have to <laughs> <go> to the, <laughs> library, the album, bring it home, burn it. And then take it back to the library. <laughs> so you would have to like listen to it. It was terrible, but it was the only way. But then you would just listen to that album until it like, and that's how you like. Remember the Silver War of the Disc. There's not yes. many albums that I can feel like I would know all the lyrics to that album, and like I know the transition Apart between your own, maybe off by heart. Whereas on those you do because you just sort of consume it differently i suppose in some ways it's it, it's a universal truth that uh choice dilutes focus mm. Mm. Mm -hmm. mm. the more the more choice that you have at, at your fingertips or or products on the supermarket shelf the more you're bamboozled and yeah. and confused I, and, I tell uh, you the number yeah. of like bands i listen to on spotify that i have on a playlist and i don't even know the, the name of the bloody band but i love the music and i'm like yeah this is yeah. great but i just i don't even i don't know the half of their catalog because i just listen to one or two songs that just pop up every now and again yeah oh yeah i get that like i i have a love like most musicians i have a bit of a love hate relationship with spotify because mm. as a as a musician i hate it it's you know, it pays me not point not no 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 not one pence per stream or something. Yeah. But as as a listener, I love it because I can surf around and find so much music. It's it's amazing. Mm. I kind of um, wanted to ask you about your two albums. Uh, well, um, certainly Bunny Bunny and uh, Scales of Weights. Uh, are they available on? Oh, the, the singles. Yeah. 
yeah okay yeah yeah they're they're on they're on spotify um i i try to direct people to my band camp yeah. which is hollylucia.com because obviously you can make a bit more money from that and and amazon as well like itunes or amazon music um so i try to encourage people to go there for you know for for my music that's interesting just, you go from Bandcamp to amazon or itunes rather than Bandcamp to spotify well, yeah, because Spotify just doesn't pay anything. No, really. <laughs> no, it really doesn't. So, yeah, so I try to try to encourage people to to, to go to the website yeah. first, and then. And at Bandcamp Fridays, you get one hundred percent of profit. It's great. Yeah, yeah, yes. I, I, I love the uh, artwork on both of those singles uh, mm. and, and, and records. Uh, who did yeah, that artwork? Um, Mikhail Dias. He. Oh. Is a local artist have, have you great. worked with him have you guys worked with him um i i've been to many uh um drink and draws with him yeah, yeah on the snowing on scene never worked with him but i remember him doing mm. some amazing stuff for the crow man and and um all, like just seeing some of his stuff around i mean he's he's a phenomenal artist yeah yeah he i think he listens to his podcast yeah, as well so we shouldn't give him too much oh too much praise. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, he's, 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 a, he's all right. Amazing, amazing, amazing artist. He's all right. <laughs> I, have, I have a great Citizen yeah. X t-shirt that he did. Good. Absolutely love it. Um, he, I mean, a, I had to. I, I I dipped out for a bit then because I had a, a technical issue. But, but I wanted to ask. You mentioned your older brother earlier. Was but where did you get your musical kind of influences from as you were as you were growing up? Uh, yeah, I, I I think this happens when you've got an older sibling. You do emulate what they what they like, and um, it, my brother was listening to you know Blondie and uh, Echo and the Bunnymen, The Cure, who I I you know became aware of from a really young age, and then like and then uh, you know I I would start taking CDs from his bedroom, <laughs> and I think I still have some of them actually. He, <laughs> moaning at me about it last week but um yeah so i started listening to stuff like early 90s dance stuff like around about 1995 ish which we haven't like we haven't spoken ago. about your dance influences yeah, I was gonna say, well maybe, yeah no i, I love um, it I love, I love yeah i love electronica i love i love uh edm as the americans now call it all um <laughs> But yeah, I mean, um, look out for mine and Kate's new show we're going to be doing Sparkle on Gina. Yep, Sparkle Bitches. Oh, you're going to be doing a show on Gina. Nice. When's we that? Gonna, yeah. Uh, well, it was going to be the end of February was going to be our first one, but... It's almost COVID. the end of February. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, no, it was going to be end of January. So it was going to be end oh, of right. January was that oh, the first yeah. one. It's like, I think it's going to be like maybe the, the last Tuesday of the month. Um, so when we're out of lockdown, keep an eye out for that because we're going to just be playing a big mixture of stuff that we love, and you know it'll probably be a mixture of, of uh, like dance and hip hop and R and B and pro- probably also some rock and roll and yeah, that's yeah. Good. so listen out for that. Sounds great. Got well, name yet, I, I got a it, it was it is a. Earth Fair, pre pre Earth Fair, and but first was Chaos that I discovered it. Is that like? Uh, yeah, I think it would. That would have been one of our first places we played. But we we definitely played for the Earth Fair. Like first, I think we did a 
we did um uh yeah it was a charity night i think was our first thing we did for the earth fair and it was it was at the dalaroo um that's kind of how that started um and yeah i really really enjoy doing that it's great fun Right. How was the uh, the Vale Earth Fair back in August? You guys were doing the sounds for the main stage. That must have been fun. Yeah, it was so much fun. It was so much fun. Yeah, I could do that all day. I love I love <laughs> that. I love doing that. Yeah, it was great, great fun. Is there's like a whole different side to my love of music? Is is playing music that I love? It's like a whole other. A whole other thing. Are you one of those I, people that I, like grabs the the iPod at the start of a party and doesn't let go? I yes, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I will. I will commandeer any kind of audio that's going on at someone's house. I'll get have half. It's my playlist now, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I will just. I'll be nice. on it. I'll be all over it. I'm the DJ. Um, yeah. <laughs> Don't bother me. See you later. Yeah. Just enjoy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, go dance. <laughs> Got this covered. <laughs> yeah, your most, uh, it really, it, it's it's obvious how eclectic you kind of are, and your and your love of music, and your putting out of uh, music. Uh, have we mentioned the Dolmans at all? No, not, not yet. Like the skies as well, and, and yeah, yeah, they're not the only projects I've got. Um, there are there are other things as well. I, I also have a project that's that's um, something I used to do in London, and um, we're called Bellatomica now. We had another name in the past, so I really want to put out some of those tracks. And Dormans, we have a um, album uh, which is not far off being finished, uh, but we were going to sort of have a big do of it um, last May, and then it didn't happen. Um, we were going to be playing at St. James and supporting um, oh, band from Brighton. Forgotten their name. They're really cool. No, it's gone. It's gone. Um, but yeah, maybe we'll get to do that a bit later this year. Fingers crossed. Um, uh, yeah. Mikhail says he's listening, by the way. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> Tonight, the skies has kind of reappeared in the last, well, yeah. beginning of the year because we had James Ahure. Yeah. Back over and and I my the first time I met you was with Tonight the Skies when Mimi was doing a, a, yeah. a bit on you guys. I think that was like the second time I ever came to Guernsey or the first time I ever came to Guernsey. Was it, I, I still have the pictures from that that photo shoot. Yeah, was yeah, it, was yeah. it was. Um, yeah, we, we were trying not to get kicked out of the um, the cat the greasy cafe, weren't we? Yeah. And then we and then <laughs> we went. Cafe. And they didn't like us. And no. then we went to the tiny, tiny cafe at the Model Yacht Pond. We <laughs> um, had a little hut thing. We played in this yeah. hut. Yeah. And they yeah. weren't sure what was going on. They were very, like, very confused. Like, uh. <laughs> it, was, it was so weird. I've done, I've done some really weird stuff. That's that's definitely one of the weirdest like gigs gigs I've done. It's in, in the tiny... Can I was um, guarantee an interesting photo shoot? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it was it was really good fun. But yeah, we we have resurfaced, and um, we did have um, we were working on a couple of tracks that we never released about a year ago, just before the lock before COVID before the lockdown, and like unfortunately it did you know COVID last year it does sort of it did kind of like put a bit of a dampener on our momentum of getting that sorted. 
and um and it just does doesn't it it does put yeah. a dampener on your momentum like whatever you've got whatever you've got going on in your creative life it is a it is an upheaval and um yeah so uh james is back over from um from london for a while so um yeah i was like well why don't we why don't we play we could play at get St. james it. and then the gig came yeah get, yeah why not and um we've got these we've got these two tracks that um we, we want to put out so um yeah so we're working on that obviously again you know a dampener with what's happened but we'll get back on it as soon as, as soon as we're out of this lockdown so that'll be good cool right um i think we're we're massively running over time with this oh, whole yeah. thing so uh we should probably oh, yeah. we should probably get ozzy on fairly yeah, soon yeah get ozzy on, but, yeah, get um, ozzy on. Yeah. thanks thanks for joining us it's been really really no, cool thank to catch you. up yeah well, thank thanks, you for having me it's been really nice, nice to, to catch up humans yeah. humans <laughs> human people and, and greg um, and greg <laughs> Well, have a lovely uh, rest of the day. Um, you thank too. You for yeah, I'll see you all too. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining us. Take care, Holly. Uh, this is next one is a question, Holly. So. Uh...